You're listening to a Chirp Radio podcast. You can find more interviews and features at chirpradio.org podcasts. Bradley Morgan, and I am here at Shuba's with Leo Duncan of Tenfei, who performs a blend of indie pop from Americana to Soul. How are you doing? Very well, thanks. So both you and your bandmate, Ben Morehouse, have been in bands prior to Tenfei, and at times those experiences were really uncomfortable and even fun-filling. And then you found each other. Tell me the journey of coming together as a band. Right, well, um, that's quite a big question. It's been a long, quite a long road, really, if you think about when we both started playing music probably both when we were teenagers. Then we met each other when we were about, in you know, to that, about 10 years ago, I think, in London. Um, ben was studying the Royal College of Music, sorry, yeah, the Royal, Royal Academy of Music. So was a friend of mine who I'd been in a band with in Birmingham. So I went to see them play, because they were in a band together. And our relationship started, as it were, through bands, you know. Our Fred, our, our mutual friend, had been yeah, a band with me in Birmingham, then he was in a band with Ben in London. Um, and then, for whatever reason, our paths didn't really cross in terms of bands for a long time. But what, what we did have together was a friendship and a love of playing music together and also a shared lack of money. So when we were really low on cash, we decided to start busking together. And... We'd go out on the tubes with our guitars, jump over the barriers, and spend, you know, hours and hours and hours collecting, you know, five and twenty p's off people. Our journey, if you like, didn't start in terms of a band at all. It just started in terms of needing. Uh, I guess I'd say I'm a romantic, so I say the need for us to play together was more strong than the need for us to make money. At the end of the day, it was the fact that we both could tell that we both each other cared as much as the other one about music and about what we were doing that meant what we, we needed to do this new thing, Tenfei, together, you know. So this relationship you're talking about, I've read that you've described this as a partnership built on a deeper understanding. What is this deeper understanding you've discovered? So the main thing is just an understanding that it's not about you, man. You know, it's not about who sings this one. It's not about whose guitar's loudest. It's not about who gets the credit. It's about how this song is going to get into the ears of the people who listen to it. And that's the same with all art. You know, if you're going to err on one side or the other, err on a selfless side when it comes to art. There's such a myth around this kind of egomaniacal artist kind of seer, you know. In in my experience, in our experience, I think that's the thing that most strongly defines our relationship. 
So I want to go back to talking about busking and how that not only was a big part of your identity starting, but even in, in significant developments of your career, you were busking when you first heard your song on the radio. What was that experience like? It was mad. Um, yeah, it it, it really um, was a powerful thing personally because it was proof yet again that when you expect when you when you have a dream and you wait for it to come true the moment that it actually does it's never like you imagine it to you know and that's happened a lot with this band and i'm grateful for it you know You've described your life growing up in Birmingham, mm-hmm. uh, and one steeped in a tradition of folk singing through your Irish roots, mm-hmm. and Ben, you know, embraced progressive forms of music like psychedelia and jazz. Mm-hmm. How did you approach combining those two unique elements to reflect this partnership of yours? It was never a conscious thing, and it rarely is, you know. Again, I can only liken it to a, a good relationship maybe you have with someone in your life or at work where you're very different to them but you find an understanding that is um, is deeper than the surface deeper than the fact that he comes from a jazz background and a, and you know a very uh, he's very schooled you know I mean the guy's incredibly talented he really is you know he was there's one course there's one place for, for guitar on the course in the whole country that he went on when he was a kid and he got it you know he's like he's amazing I don't have that technical ability at all but I think he'd probably say vice versa. I have things that he doesn't have. Um, so it is. I couldn't. I. I don't think I've ever really interrogated why it works. You know, it just does. Um, all I know is when he plays me a song he's written, I know for a, for the first thing I know is I could never have written it. You know, and then I know oh that's that's a good song. He's done a good one there. Do you know what I mean? He surprises me because I can't do what he does. So there you go. That's probably the answer. He surprised. We're able to surprise each other because we're from very different backgrounds, and that's the exciting thing. So when I was listening to your latest album, Future Perfect Present Tense, I was really enjoying the track here again. And while listening to it, you're singing about change, and not necessarily positive change, but there's a dreaminess and a driving energy. Could you share with me the story uh, behind that track? The track uh, is written by Ben, um, and we worked on the lyrics together. 
so Ben had written the, the melody and the chords and um, we wrote it the lyrics in an afternoon over at his house um, and we've been talking a lot about you know the, the phenomenon that I talked to you about uh, where you wait for something to happen for ages and when it finally does it's not how you thought it would be and um, in many ways it's kind of not as good as you thought it would be and that's what here again is about it's about the clarity that comes with disappointment but ultimately that that's a good thing you know gone are the summer days um, but that's fine you've got to move on you can't have summer days forever but ultimately you know like that's that's beating around the bush what I want from this album is for as many people to listen to it as possible in fact it's sold out tonight in Chicago first time we've ever been to Chicago you know I grew up listening to man so many bands under the covers you know from Muddy Waters I'm a massive Delta Blues fan Chicago Blues you could take pretty much any of the cities we've been to on this tour and um, they're all just steeped in this mystique which is not lost on us you know I think Americans should know that your country's still really exotic to other people and other other places you know there's just this enormous cultural mysticism associated with America and Detroit and Chicago and Boston and Phoenix San Francisco you know um, it's a magical thing so um, I want to tour more I want the journey to keep going it's blessed you know we are to be able to be doing this well Leo thank you so much for the talk with me today thanks man it's a pleasure and um yeah, keep listening, everybody up in the Midwest. We love it here. This is Bradley Morgan with Chirp Radio 107.1 FM. Gone are the southern days, older now, the harder way. Yeah, you knew one day I'd come around. You can find this and other Chirp Radio interviews and podcasts at chirpradio.org slash podcasts.